Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Charlene. Um, just want to say happy Tuesday to everyone. God has been a good God, and I'm just so grateful that the Lord woke me up this morning and he woke up all of us amidst the trying day. I can assure you that the Lord will always give us strength. We just have to be ready to be partakers. Um, last Yesterday, it was so many calls. So many people were calling for help, and uh, I could only handle so many calls yesterday. I'm just so grateful. You know, I did not get off the phone until uh, way in the I'll say in the morning. <laughs> you know, but God is God is good. God is good, regardless of the situation is always there for us and and you know so keep praying for us and I know God is going to see us through this morning the words come from a familiar text um, Isaiah 53 and I'll be reading 1 to 5 Isaiah 53, verses 1 to 5. And uh, uh, Isaiah was just giving a report and telling a little bit about our Lord and Savior. And sometimes we just need to take a look at who Jesus really is and what he has done for us and how he's doing more and more every day to keep us. And I'm so grateful and thankful. Father in heaven, bless your word now, Lord, as we open your words, Lord. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Just want to thank you in Jesus' name. Praise God. So um, I'll be reading Isaiah 53, verses 1 through to 5. And it says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Mercy. He is despised and rejected of men, 
a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Wow. This is one of the heavy description of who Jesus really is. Do you realize that this is the Old Testament? And a lot of people say, oh, Jesus came in the New Testament. This was him. As a matter of fact, in the beginning, the Lord says, let us make man in our own image. He was there. So Jesus was there in the New Testament. Here, God inspired Isaiah to write and to describe who this God really is. And this is just an amazing study and guide to say how he sees him in verse 1 to 3 as a man that saw suffering, that he is acquainted. He knows what you and I go through. And yet, they said he only comes in the New Testament. But this is from the Old Testament. God is showing his servant, the man who is to come. He was revealed. Let's look at verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. That is deep. That is the report that he shall grow up as a tender plant. What is a tender plant? Therefore, it seems like is insignificant. It doesn't look like a mighty tree. It's tender. What is tender? And a matter of fact, if you talk about grow up as a tender plant. Listen, listen, look at it again. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. God is allowing his son to grow up and we should imitate him and grow up in in humility before God. He shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as I said, the tender plant seems like it's not going to bear. It looks so weak. But it's not my power or might. So you see, these are the power God is trying to show us that his word is powerful. It's not how you look. 
God will use somebody who doesn't look good. You look weak. You shall grow up as a tender plant, weak, vulnerable, look useless, like it's no good. But he says his his nutrients is God. Before God, he's going to grow up. But hear what happened in verse 2. We are in Isaiah 53, verse 2. Because he says, as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. It's very powerful. I, I wish I had a lot of time to deal with this. Listen, a tender plant coming out of dry ground, no water, coming out of nowhere. Look on the approach, how God approached us with Jesus. Weak, coming out of dry ground. You ever see a plant come out of a dry ground if you don't water it? The soil is not prepared. The ground is dry as a root. You see, if you look at it, Jesus grew up in Galilee. And Galilee is nowhere. Is there anything good that comes from Galilee? There was nothing good. It was indeed a dry place. And God is saying, I can bring the most beautiful things out of dry ground, out of nothing. I can cause a white rose to sprung up, a red rose to sprung up out of nothing. That's the potential God has. Listen, if people got more, he said he has no form, no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there will no beauty that we should desire him. So, that, 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 that is deep again. You see, the, the, the comeliness and no beauty Isaiah was given a, a, a prophetical uh, description of who Jesus really is. And, and, and because, you see, he's saying the man have no commonness. So it's like he's not attractive, you know? And it doesn't mean that he's uglier. It's not looking good. But he's saying there's nothing that's going to attract you. Because God is saying, when I put my spirit in you, people will see the Christ in you and don't see the lust in. Hello, somebody. You know, when they see you, they can see the glory of God shining from you. And they are not going to say, oh, my goodness. You know, the way you carry yourself, you know, the way you deport yourself, it's unbelievable. They look on you and you're so put together, but you're not in a way uh, uh, looking where you're going to attract people uh, in a lustful way. You're comely. Your beauty is coming from within. And when your beauty comes from you within, it captivates. Uh, the viewers, it captivates when you share your testimony and they see the power coming through the testimony. There's no lusting. You know, 
Oh, man, it's deep, it's deep, it's deep. That's how Isaiah describes the physical being of the man who he predicts to come from the Old Testament. He said, there's a man coming, you know, and there's no comely about him. You're not going to lust after him. But because when you see him, you're going to see power. You're going to see uh, a restorer. You're going to see uh, a healer. You're going to see, uh, you know, when you go to the physician, you know, you ever realize when somebody goes to the physician and the physician can touch them anywhere and they are not attracted because they are there for healing. Their, their mindset is different. It's different from somebody coming up and touch you who trying to lust after you. It's different. He draw a picture of Jesus, his humility, his power, his grace, the saving grace of God shining through Jesus Christ. That's the Jesus the Lord is pointing us to this morning in this devotion. But listen, it gets even more powerful, brethren. Just take a look at verse 3. He started to describe what he has been through. He said, he is despised and rejected of men. You talk about he should have had low self-esteem. He was broken. His family is not stable. Things don't look right. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows, unacquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. He's saying this is a spiritual thing. You don't understand this man, Christ Jesus. You know, he's saying Jesus wasn't a man come to get pleasure. This man comes and he he was touched with what people go through. You know, it wasn't coming to laugh and and having a good time. He knew what grief is and sorrows are, you know. He knows these things. He knows what you're going through. Why do you think the Lord don't know what you're going through? That you can't pay your bills. You know, you're struggling and you're crying out in your situation, and you're asking God, when are you going to release me? When are you going to remove me from this situation that I'm going through? Every day, every night, I'm going through tears. When, Lord? You think he don't understand, and he don't know what sorrows are? You think so? Do you think he don't know anything about poor and can't find any food? Do you think so? Do you think so? You know, the next part says, as we hid, as it were, our faces from him. We, he was despised, and we did not esteem him, Lord. There was like nothing. This man was broken for us. 
and we don't realize, we don't esteem him, we don't uh, uh, know about his values, we don't, we don't, we don't praise him, we just treat him anyhow and say he's God or he's Jesus, but Jesus loves me. We don't put any value in the way we approach him. I'm telling you, it's so deep. I'm telling you, how did Isaiah know these things? It's the Spirit of the Lord. I'm telling you, God is looking at you this morning and says, I know what you're going through. When Isaiah look at verse 4, it says, Surely he has bore our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did not esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. We don't appreciate what God has done. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we don't understand the problem, the pain that he has been through. And we don't get it. We don't esteem him. We don't praise him enough. We think that he came down as God and therefore his suffering was nothing. He just come and he was God anyway. That's how we treat him. We don't appreciate that he came in the form of human, 100% human, and bore the pain. What it's saying is that some of us are going to go through pain, but there is going to be a time coming when blessings will come and restoration. Look at the last verse here. Verse 5. Isaiah look again and says, But he was wounded for our transgression. Isaiah realized now that all that he has been through is not for him. He did it in place for you and I. He was wounded for our transgression, our sin. We should have been the one dying. You know, wounded. He was pierced with a sword. He was beaten. You don't understand. When the prophet Isaiah, God allowed his eyes to open. He said, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities, our sin, me and you. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are here. That's the case in point. His stripes. The pain that he bore for you and I. That's the perfection. That's the robe of righteousness that covers us. That's what brings the healing. That you and I can go to the mercy seat and ask for cleansing by his stripe, by the beating, by the pain that he endured, so that you and I can be saved. So that you and I can have some peace. Hello, somebody. He paid the price. I want us to really get it this morning. He paid the price 
so that you and I can be free. By his strife, by his suffering, that's why we can go through this painless life. Because what we're enduring now is not much compared to how the devil put everything on our Savior. He placed everything on him, all the pain, all the guilt, all the beating, everything, so that you and I can be free by his strife. We are free. You don't get it. I don't think you get it. You see, I'm going to read the last verse. Because you see, the next verse kind of just summarizes everything. The next verse says in verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Lord. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That is so solemn and deep. What a deep verse to close with. All of us, like sheep, just holding down our heads like sheep and walking and eating and not paying attention. And I want to tell you that it kind of shares our condition today, how we are just eating like that careless sheep, walk right into the lion, eating, walk right into the wolf. I'm telling you, when the if the sheep are like goats, you know, and if you ever watch the, the the nature channel, all the other animals are more alert. But when the 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 the, the, the lion meet up on a a group of sheep or goat, wow, it's an easy easy catch. They are so confused. They'll just run and get them so easy. There's no trying. They are so confused, they just stand up and be eaten. Like sheep, we're gone astray. We're not paying attention. We're not vigilant. That's why the Lord had to send Jesus to stand in the gap for you and I. Standing in the gap. He has laid on him the iniquity of us all, the guilt, so that we can be presented just before God. That's the love. That is so deep. That he loved us so much that he went out of his way. He sent his only son. Just um, last Tuesday, I preached about salvation, that it's a miracle. That God himself seated on his throne above the firmament. Realize how low that we are in the mighty place, sinful. And he decided, I'm going to come and save them myself. But the channel in which I'm going to come, I'm going to come to the human. I'm going to come down and live and died and suffer 
to save humanity. That's love. That's using this robe to cover us. Putting all the sin on his own self to set you and I free. We can't comprehend the God we serve. That if we serve him, try our best and just ask him for strength, God will really help us. Because he have a love for his humanity, for his handmade that he made from the beginning. And some of us turn away from him and despise him and curse him. God is calling us back to recognize the sacrifices that he has made for you and I. It's deep sacrifice. He's asking you this morning, are you willing to go all the way? Do you understand what your Lord and Savior had done has done for you and I? Do you recognize? Do you really want to come higher? The Lord is knocking your heart this morning and is asking you, do you want to come higher? You love me. May you just open your arms and invite him in. He will come in this morning and he will make things right. I know I'm inviting him in my heart. I want to come higher every day. That's my desire. I'm not happy where I am. I really want to come higher. I pray this morning that we will take heed. Go back and read this Isaiah chapter 53. Very powerful. How God revealed himself to the man of God. God can do the same for you and I. All he's asking you this morning is to let him in. Just let him come in and take some time out to understand who Christ really is. And we will surely appreciate him. May the love of Christ be with us. And may his power and grace surround us. And may we remember that he was wounded for our sin. May God bless you and keep you, and may stay shine upon you. In Jesus' name, as we will now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.